I'm Batman. Join them as they embark on a journey through pop culture, sharing the good news, everyone. Hello, welcome to Good News Geek. It's John here with a couple of uh, special, well, a usual and a special guest. I could be special as well as usual, thank you very much. You are often very special. I'm told that. But I'm actually referring to our intern, Scott. Yes. Scott, how are you? Very well, guys, thank you. Unpaid intern, I might point out. <laughs> Let's make that clear yes. from the get-go. Uh, yes, very much so, unpaid. I was definitely misled. <laughs> well, get used to that. Uh, you'll get a lot more of that, don't you worry, uh, while you're here helping us out. So, um, Scott, obviously you're the, the new kid on the block. We am. Why don't you tell us a bit about yourself? Well, unfortunately, I've known Matt for a long time. Oh. That <laughs> is unfortunate for both of us. Yeah. And uh, I was his best man. Yeah. Our geekdom has survived a long time. Our, our geekdom, like our love, has grown over the years. <laughs> um, I guess my biggest... Biggest things, my loves at the moment, uh, anime and gaming. Okay, great. Well, I'm, I'm glad you cover anime because I know absolutely zilch about that. Well, I got that from Matt as well, actually. Oh, did you? Yes. Well, there you go, Matt. I am... Untapped potential. I am like the super spreader of geekdom. Yes. And well, that's, that's why I have the um, yes, alcohol. So we, got some, we got some hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer well, there. I mean, there's alcohol on the table too, but there's hand sanitizer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure your Red Bull qualifies, but that's fine. Well, maybe if you mix a hand sanitizer yeah, like, with the Red I, Bull. I'm in there. Yeah, yeah, don't try this at home, uh, ladies and gents. Uh, so tonight we're going to be discussing a few things. Star Wars Squadrons in the gaming realm is coming out soon, as is the flight simulator, new flight simulator coming out. And that links into very nicely a new computer that uh, you're going to be building for me. Yes, I uh, will be ordering some parts and building a computer just as uh, soon as uh, payment is received. Yes, and um, speaking of payment, my tax return has been compiled and ah. sent off. It's uh, only now up to the tax man and I've been ma able to convince my wife mm. to spend all of our tax return <laughs> on a new computer, but I'm sure it'll be worth it. We're also going to talk about Star Wars The Bad Batch, uh, which has just been announced by Disney uh, on today, actually, which the, the day of recording. But we'll start off with a little bit, something a bit somber, just to get that out of the way. We have heard tragic news that Grant Emahara, famous from Mythbusters, yes. um, has died at the age of 49 suddenly. Tragic. Yes, yeah, very, uh, very surprising for all involved. And you know, Grant uh, kind of you know, embodied the the ultimate geek fantasy, building robots involved Absolutely. with Star Wars, mm. and you know, he it was a bit of a I don't know a beacon. You know, I, 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 honestly, I didn't like think day to day about Grant when I read the um, article this morning. It kind of uh, threw me uh, off my seat a little bit. So um, that's unfortunate, but he'll be certainly remembered and sorely missed. Yes, and now that we've you know, got the Debbie Downer stuff out the mm -hmm. way. Let's mm -hmm. try and focus on something that is something we can look forward to. So we're not going to talk about uh, the Bad Batch first then? No, we're definitely not <laughs> going to talk about the Bad Batch first, but we'll definitely get to it. Don't yes. you worry about that. Uh, is Star Wars Squadrons, and this is a, obviously a, a game that's coming out very, very soon. Or When is it going to be released? October 2nd. Okay, so is, uh, soon enough. Yeah, soon enough. October 2nd online, October 3rd retail stores from what I've read today. Soon, but not soon enough, yeah. to be honest. Uh, this game looks great. Amazing. Yeah. So this is going to be a first-person Starfighter battle game? Yeah. Yes. Uh, so it's got a single-player and a multiplayer mode, so you can play as uh, the Empire and the New Republic, so it's set after the Battle of Endor, the second Death Star's been blown up. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure how much it's going to be new lore-wise or if it's going to be legends-wise because New Republic, Clint, that's not really 
spoken about too much in the movies. I understand that there there will be new maps, so new locations. Yes, introduced. yeah. I had a quick look on the website. Um, the only one that stands out as oh, there's a couple of planets that stand space. out. Yes, thank you. Space. <laughs> yes, there was space and some planets and some asteroids. I uh, know there's there's one map that's um, set in the Yavin system, um, and there's a couple that are set in other mentioned in sort of the uh, the Star Wars universe already within a couple that I hadn't recognised. But then again, I'm not, you know, the be-all, end-all, know-it-all Star Wars fans. So. But there'll be, I, I presume there'll be plenty for existing fans to um, to like as well as yeah, uh, most new definitely. ones. The, the, uh, the ships themselves, there's a lot to uh, bring the nostalgia out. There's the, uh, on the New Republic side, the X-Wings, the Y-Wings, the A-Wings and the U-Wings. Yes, Yes, uh, and on the Empire side, there's the TIE Fighter, TIE Interceptor, TIE Bomber, and I can't remember the last one. Yeah, it escapes me, but yeah. I do know they're going to be more more vehicles part of the game, but it's not being announced because they want yes. to keep some things up their sleeves, Yeah, which is certainly a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but, Scott, you know, could you imagine anything better than jumping into an X-Wing and blowing um, Imperials out of the sky? Uh, as long as it's not a failure like Battlefront. Two was that was a disappointing game. Yes, <laughs> yeah, well, it, it is EA, which you know well, it, actually, it is worrisome. Did you if you watch the trailer, they actually make a point of everything unlocks by playing the game. Yep, yes. I, I saw that was specifically noted for good reason. <laughs> but uh, I, everything unlocks by playing the game, but you can circumvent that by getting giving them a lot of money exactly. and getting it a lot quicker. I would assume. Well, I hope so because someone like me who sucks relies on being able to buy my way out, <laughs> much to the chagrin of um, my wife and, yes. and probably my child who goes hungry as a result. Oh, but he's fine. <laughs> he, he ate this week. He's fine. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, that's, uh, I'm, I'm ecstatic. Yeah, it, it I can't, looks – I can't even speak apparently. It looks that's really, really good. There's a lot of like uh, different modes as well. Like I said, there's the single player which you go through, you know, campaigning stuff and then there's all the multiplayer which you can just do a dogfight mode which is essentially just a 5v5. Um, but then they've also got a almost like a war or a, like a full battle mode where you start with the dogfight and then whoever wins the dogfight, the fight then moves towards the opponent's capital ships and you have to either destroy the capital ships or defend the capital ships. Yeah. Um, and that looks interesting because it looks like it'll draw it out a lot longer and, and give it like, you know, a couple of extra rounds rather than just a straight 5v5 once you're down, you're down kind of a battle. Yep. Yeah, it looked like it sort of could go either way. Like you push yeah. forward and then if they win the next one, then it pushes back. Yeah, again. exactly. And it could could go on for a few different rounds, um, which could be really good and really interesting. I do think it, they, they put a lot of significance in the trailer on working as a part of your squad and working mm. out strategies. Yep. Uh, so all I can say to that is I look forward to losing a lot of friends over this game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Scott, you might be one of the first. Who knows? Very uh, possibly. <laughs> most likely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, look, I, I'm obviously very much looking forward to that. It looks fantastic. The visuals, it, it's hard to tell at this stage because when you see the footage, you don't know if that's uh, indicative of the final product. Yes, yeah, mm. it could be just be rendered videos. And yeah, that. It might not be exactly. actual gameplay. So. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. And it's obviously, it, it is set up for VR. Yeah, it is uh, for very VR exciting. from from the get-go. You can do the entire thing in VR, which, yeah, is a great way to paint your walls and floor with vomit. <laughs> um, mm, I, delicious. Yeah, exactly. I want to give it a go. Um, if you're eating right now, I apologise. I don't. Uh, <laughs> you uh, regret nothing. I regret nothing. I'd like to try it in VR. I don't have a VR set up, but I've got a few friends that do, so I might be able to uh, sweet talk them. set up for P- uh, PS4, but oh, okay, for PC, yeah. so I imagine we're going to be PC playing this. More than likely, yeah. Although, does this game support um, the cross-platform? Crossplay, I would doubt it. 
Mm. Yeah, doubt it. No, no word on it yet. They might bring it in down the line once, um, you know, drop-off happens and they need to get more people into single servers. You know, that's usually how they make those decisions other, rather than closing everything down or spending more money. Yeah. But, yeah, from, from get-go, it's, yeah, Xbox, PlayStation and PC. And even to get it more complicated, you can buy it from EA's website from Origin. You can buy it from Epic Games. You can buy it from Steam. So not only is it on PC, but it's going to be on multiple different platforms on PC. Okay. So available from all good bookstores. Yes. Okay, <laughs> great. Uh, also on games, and it's not very mentioned, I'm, not very often I should say, that I mention games, um, but the new Flight Simulator is coming out soon. Yes, which uh, kind of looks like a poor man's squadrons. It's, it's squadrons without space, without Star Wars, and without... Without shields, without lasers. Fighters and stuff like that. Yeah. I like flight simulators, my guilty pleasure. I, I love aviation mm-hmm. and I, I, it's not something I've really chased after in regards to like I haven't got a room full of planes in there. My planes are actually at my office. But um, <laughs> because, you know, you have to pick something, right? But flight simulator is my opportunity to get behind the yoke of an aircraft and then immediately crash it upon trying to land. So <laughs> I look not, forward- Not on purpose. Not, 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 on, not on purpose, but I look forward to doing that in higher resolution yes. and much more beautiful, immersive graphics. Yes, you'll be able to see the cries of your passengers as you crash into the ground. <laughs> yeah, I can hear them screaming. <laughs> yeah. How long um, is it between releases of the last one? Uh, the last one was, I think it got its last update in 2006, which yeah. was Flight oh, wow. Simulator X um, Steam Edition, um, which is what I'm playing. I've seen the videos of them online, but I've never played it. So. Yeah, no, no, it's um, it's certainly interesting, particularly if when you change, you know, weather conditions to be absolutely abhorrent and you're, you know, getting blown around uh, all over the place. Mm. Um, that's probably a pretty dodgy soundbite if I was to take that one. It's to each their own. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, so I'm looking forward to that and and – Traditionally, I probably wouldn't be able to play it because it's a pretty dense and involved game in relation to the graphics and what's yeah, required to power it. Yeah, a lot it. is happening at the time in those games. So you usually need a, uh, a somewhat decent PC to play it in any decent capacity. Like mm. if you want to just watch blocky pixels, then you can play it on anything. But uh, if you want crisp and uh, good clarity, uh, yeah, you need uh, a decent rig. You know, and that almost sounds like a se- segue. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. A segue. So um, you're doing me a favour. Yes. I'm also building you a computer. <laughs> you're building me a computer. That's right. I have been able to corral you into agreeing yes. to put together some fantastic components to hopefully build me a pretty decent computer. Yes. Um, as good as your money can buy, I That's will say right. that. Um, so- and your budget was good. So it is going to be a decent PC. There's only maybe one or two parts that there are a better version of um, that I can get. Uh, so, yeah, you've, you've done well. Well, I, I discussed this with my wife because uh, these sorts of decisions are obviously made together. By her. They, <coughs> yes, By her. They, they're, 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 made, they're made together when you ask her again and again and again until she gives in. Yeah. Well, she did, thankfully. Um, she's um, not that um, stubborn. Yeah. But uh, basically the computer I have, I've had that for six years and it's now to the point where uh, not only does it not play games, it it doesn't (laughs) like to do much of anything anymore. No, it barely turns on. Yeah, I mean, look, it it started to go downhill when a couple of years ago it would just switch off all of a sudden. I'm like, what the heck is going on? Anyway, I worked out because I had like an all-in-one cooler pump you know, mm-hmm. you know, the pump had gone. Yep. But there's no, was there was no warning. And mm. so it would just overheat and cactus. Yep. Thankfully, and no major damage was done. No, yeah. F- um, nothing bad happens when a CPU overheats <laughs> again and again and again and you constantly <laughs> turn it back on straight away. Didn't help that I was living in Port Piri where like the, the temperatures in summer get 46 degrees Celsius. So, But I ended up working that out mm-hmm. and, and replaced the cooler. Unfortunately, what it meant 
is I, I bought a cooler and it didn't fit in the box properly and it, it ended up being one of those fans that go... Oh, yeah, they're good. Because I had to kind of squish it into the box. But um, so I learned a lot and mm-hmm. I learned that if I'm going to go ahead and get a new computer, one that is built is going to be best mm-hmm. so that um, perhaps... So you don't have to do it. So I don't have to do it, number one. But also, I mean, because I sent you specs of a computer I was looking at. Yes. And you said, um, yeah, look, that's a good machine, but you're paying way too much for it. Yeah, and... In defence of places like that, you know, they have to obviously make a markup. I'm, I'm essentially just buying the parts for you um, and building it. So obviously we're saving a lot of money there, um, whereas they have to get their money somehow. Yeah. Uh, but also the, the problem is with a lot of these places, they need to use stock before they can start getting the new things in. So, um, you know, the 10th generation of processors and motherboards and everything are out at the moment. So they need to get so, rid of their- So they need to get rid of all their ninth generation stuff. So right. that's what they're putting in the parts in, in, in their custom builds to get rid of that stock, but they're still charging at, at you know, the rate that they would have, you know, before one. the 10th one came out. Yeah. And so, I think you touched on this on your last uh, episode as well, is that you, you don't really care about what the box looks like. Yeah, but oh, that being said, you did well, pick yeah, a doozy. He, he didn't care what the box looked like until I said that if we're custom building it, I can just put lights on everything. Uh, and now he cares what the box looks like. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you sent me a parts list. I did. Which, thank you, by the way. And only took, you know, bashing you over the head repeatedly. Oh, you only with- had to remind me four times. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it looks uh, amazing. So I'm not sure how much detail you want to talk about in that to, to give people an idea of what you're putting together. Yeah, well, we'll essentially when, when the parts come in, I'm going to film a video for uh, you, our wonderful audience, um, of the build. So you'll see it uh, as it comes together. But uh, the majority of the parts uh, will be Corsair just because that's what uh, uh, we can get. So a lot of, we were talking about this before about, you know, mentioning, you know, why I chose certain parts. Um, and I, I did say a bit tongue in cheek, but it is very true at the moment with, uh, with the way things are going, that it's really based on whatever's in stock because a lot of stuff is coming from overseas or interstate and we ain't getting them right now. So it is a case of what can I get that's, in the shop at the moment and uh, for the best price. That's it. So Mr. Taxman, if you're listening, please process yes. everything please, quickly. Please be generous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure if we can ask that much from them, but no. yeah, no, look, I haven't played games for some time. Not, not properly. Mm. Like, you know, obviously Star Trek online, that doesn't count. I mean, even the computer was struggling with that. Yes. And that's a bad sign. It is a very bad oh. sign. So I'm really looking forward to it. So we'll keep everybody posted on how that progresses once we have some movement, um, so to speak, so that we can play these new games like Squadrons and uh, let you know what they're all about. And maybe, maybe since, you know, I've got two people here that could gently bring me into the world of online multiplayer. Oh, we will be gentle. Because... No. I mean, you can thrash me. That's fine. I expect that. I am a noob after all. And it doesn't matter how much experience. I remain a noob for like all the time. But at least you don't have to, you know, I don't know, call me different names that I can't repeat here. But I've been called all. I remember I was playing a multiplayer first person shooter and, uh, you know, it was like the first time I I'd, I'd tried it like this and I got owned as mm-hmm. you'd expect. And then I was getting called all sorts of names. And then I went to the guy who was the main instigator and I tracked him down and and blew off his head um, from behind with a shotgun as my little revenge. And I got In-game. kicked off the server. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, it, so, we, we, we will want it in-game. Yes. Like, yes. I spent all that effort to find him, mm-hmm. get him, mm-hmm. and then shoot him and killed him mm-hmm. and just to get unceremoniously dumped from the server. That well, was, he was probably some 12. time ago now. He's probably 12. You're, just, you're beating up on a child. 
Well, so I should. They deserve it. When they get behind the keyboard, their age does not matter. They're fair game. True. Good news, Geek. <laughs> do not recommend beating children. Yes, yes. Please please don't harass people over the internet. It's dangerous. <laughs> so that's fantastic. So, Matt, we're obviously on the, ga- um, on the games and uh, computer uh, path here. What have you been keeping busy with? Yeah, I was going to say, while we are talking about games, because we are, we are trying as our – one or two loyal listeners. Well, it's probably only one loyal listener because one of them's in the room now. Um, great. Um, yeah, yeah. As, there, as, there goes our um, <laughs> listenership. Yeah, exactly. So as, as a couple of you may be aware, we are trying a few new things with the podcast. One of them is this more free flow discussion rather than the segments that we were doing before. So while, while we're talking about games, I'll just mention briefly a couple of games that are coming out. Not all of them because that was a massive list, but just ones that are at least – have my attention um, and coming out within no the next- worthy games. Yeah, to me anyway. Um, so I've only got four here because I couldn't be bothered writing down anymore because that's about as much effort as I could put in. Fair um, enough. But we've got the the fairy tale game, which is coming out um, end of July, so only in a couple of weeks, yep. um, which for John is an anime. Um, it's a essentially like a fighting game, like a Mortal kombat sort of thing based on um, the anime fairy tale and manga fairy tale. It looks a bit open worldy. At the same time, yeah, it does. Um, it's it's kind of like the like the Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, Kakarot thing, but you wouldn't have ever played that. So, but it's a yeah, it it, it looks interesting, and I love Fairy Tale. I think it's a, a great uh, great show and a great manga. So I'm happy to uh, jump into that world absolutely and uh, and play with those characters. Um, the next one is should be on everybody's radar, and if it's not, there is something wrong with you, which is the Tony Hawk's. Pro Skate <laughs> 1 and 2 Remaster yeah. coming out in September. But can I ask a question? This you is can. this is serious and don't incriminate yourself. Is that a game that anyone can play whilst not stoned? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> when you aren't playing it, you're just listening to the soundtrack. Yes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> or when you first play it when you're a child. <laughs> yes. yes. You should definitely be sober. Yes. yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Tony Hawk's 1 and 2, I put in so much time on those Didn't games when they first came out. Um, so I'm super looking forward. And it, and it really is like Scott's just like put it to the T. It's the soundtrack. That's what I'm most looking forward to is jumping back into that game, skating around with that soundtrack. There are so many good songs, you know, both of them, one and two, but just, yeah, so many good memories of playing that game just to listen to these songs again. They so, look like they've done a really good job of the remaster too. Yeah, actually. it does look really good. So is it like playing the nostalgia card or is it a, is it a game that can stand up? Oh, it's going to be. It's going to be heavy nostalgia, but I think the skating will hold up because they obviously have progressed um, with the skating games. I don't think it's the same mechanics. I think it's, you know, the, the mechanics of their newer games just in the skin of one and two. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Coming out roughly around the same time in September is the Marvel Avengers game. Yep. That looks pretty impressive. Well, tell me about it because I haven't seen anything about it. Okay. You want to, uh, yeah. Oh, so there's, I think it looks amazing. However, I don't <laughs> like the character. Does it not have the right Spider-Man in it? Not so much. <laughs> 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 not just that. It's just the character looks. Do you, do you know what I mean? They. Yeah. I want them to look more like their movie counterparts since that's what we've sort of. Oh, had, did they announce this some time ago now? Uh, yeah, I think, I think this I one might was announced be... like a year or so ago. Okay, yeah. yeah, I think I know which one you're talking about yeah. now. Yep. Mm. I feel like we've all come to love and know what we think of Iron Man looks like in his face nowadays and Thor and so on and so on. Yeah, they yeah. are They are a lot more based on 
the comic versions. They are. But it's so I hard mean, more make. than more than likely, they're going to have a thousand skins, and you can put on the movie versions of the skins. Um, that's so. how they're going to make all their money. True. So I wouldn't. They, I wouldn't worry about that. This too is another much. game in VR as well, isn't it? I think uh, there is VR. Yeah, I think it's VR support. I'm not sure if okay. it's like the entire thing is supported, like uh, Squadrons, though. Gotcha. But in the last one on the list, just because it is still coming out, we've been talking about it for for a long time now. Coming out in November is Cyberpunk. Uh, yeah, push back to November. That's been now. coming yeah. back, coming out forever. Well, yeah, um, but if it's good, it's worth waiting. It for. is definitely worth, but yeah, with all the obviously this everything be- that's been happening right now, a lot of studios are uh, you know shutting down for a little bit, mm. so it is pushing back games. A lot of the games that are coming now are games that have already been pushed back or were finished beforehand and were just waiting for their release date so they can still come out. Whereas Cyberpunk is still in development, essentially, so that's getting pushed back. Yeah. I mean, it's an interesting point you raise regarding this whole COVID-19 situation and the, the delays that we're experiencing, mm. you know, not just in, in game development, but also in movies. Yes. The local cinema here uh, where I live is actually showing old movies. So they're showing the Matrix trilogy mm. over the weekend. Um, Very nice. You know, it, it, that's a great opportunity to see those. If you didn't get a chance to do it at the time, for instance, when the Matrix came out, I wasn't old enough or interested enough in those sorts of movies mm. at the time to bother go see it. Of course, I realised my error once I saw it on DVD a couple of years after it was released. But it's a good opportunity to do things like that. Yeah, it is. I, I was thinking the same sort of thing. Like um, I, when I first heard that the, the cinemas were opening up again, I went, oh, this would be great. You know, I haven't been to the cinema for a while. It might be nice to go down and just watch a movie. But yeah, there was just nothing new. It was playing the things that came out as COVID sort of hit. Um, It was sort of replaying all those or just like replaying classic movies because there's nothing new out. I had a quick look over movies that are coming out recently. The only one that interested me that's coming out, you know, anytime in the next you know month or so was the uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music because (laughs) it's Bill and Ted and, you know. And why not? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Well, at the time of recording, which is uh, the 14th of July, uh, 2020, in our state of South Australia, there are no current active COVID-19 no, cases. No, let's not talk about our cousins. That <laughs> interstate. Yes, no. let's not talk about them. We're Just in case people from Victoria and New South Wales are listening. Yes. We still love you. Yes, but, but stay inside, please. Stay in your borders, please. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> that's why we're talking about things like the cinema. They're open because the risk here is relatively low, provided yes. you follow some you know, decent um, hygiene and, yeah. Wash and your physical hands, distancing. Don't look at the walls. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Exactly right. Like today, yes. we're, we're recording in the living room, which is also the kitchen and everything else room, because we can keep good space. Yeah, because so we've, we've got uh, we've got an extra uh, extra bum on chair, so we needed the extra, right. uh, Couldn't extra fit in the study. space. Couldn't fit in the study. But yeah, so that's not the only thing they're doing there. They're not just showing no. old movies. Um, they've come up with a genius idea. I think it's fantastic and we'll have to try this out. Is they're um, actually, le- or not leasing out, but they're uh, making available for, for hire their cinemas for two hour blocks where you can take in your gaming console of choice. They'll hook it up to the massive screen and sound system and you and up to 10 mates can play to your heart's content. Well, at least for the your two hours. Your heart's content for two hours. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're out. <laughs> that's right. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, it's, it's great. I've actually had a chance to play on some rather large projectors before and it's good, but it is so hard to keep track of things when you literally have to turn your head to look at the entire screen because uh, <laughs> there's a lot more going on in a game than in a movie. You need to, you know, pay attention to a lot more things. You've got, you know, your, your heads up display and everything like that. You need to like keep track of everything. And it is really hard when you, you two can see what I'm doing with the audience, can't we? You're sitting there playing a game and you've got to look down like this to see your ammo or your health and you've got to look up like that to see your map. 
It's yeah. um, I'm just thinking like things like with the wireless controllers, you're going to be sitting there and it just conks out halfway yeah, through gonna, because you're too far away. From you're going to have to be yeah, <laughs> sitting right near the back. Um, what I'm concerned about is seeing someone teabag me um, in a massive screen. I mean, I don't really need to see that. That's traumatizing. But yeah, it's a great idea. Yeah, so we are we are thinking about maybe doing a um, a. Uh, Excuse for a episode <laughs> somehow. A, a, yeah, to um, perhaps uh, record an episode out mm. there, maybe take some video and yeah. and, and enjoy ourselves and uh, let you guys vicariously enjoy that as well. Mm. Yeah, definitely something to put on the radar, I think. Most Absolutely. definitely, yeah. Um, so obviously you mentioned before in this new free-flowing kind of thing, does it mean the segments are going away? No, or the terrible segment naming by John. No, that, that for me is a highlight and I'm sure many can agree. <laughs> no, but uh, just... Some of our segments, like for instance, the I don't know what you want to call it. Go on, give you it a know, name. You give know the name. one. You know, show, show, show me, me yours. Show me yours. Go. Go, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that one. Yep. And we can't really do that at this stage. No. Um, while things are still opening up, a lot of things like conventions or even just you know people's homes are still closed off. I know we were talking about um, doing an episode on uh, like Dungeons and Dragons or tabletop gaming. Um, and, you know, possibly getting you to come along and have a look at stuff. Yeah. But the group that I'm playing with, we are still doing fully remotely now. Um, mm-hmm. It's, you know, probably going to be that way for, you know, another little while anyway. So stuff like that is hard to do. You know, there are ways we can possibly work around that. Like I said, maybe we can look at just making you a character um, and, and putting you through the sort of how to go through the the book and, and what sort of stuff to do with that. Um, but yeah, it does make things a lot harder for that segment where it is very reliant on us going on site somewhere to uh, experience somebody's fandom. So yeah, we're not we're not dropping that completely, but um, it's just like a, a temporary hiatus. Yeah, current current situation just doesn't allow it, unfortunately. Exactly. But you did mention something in there that I think it might be apt to talk about. You mentioned conventions. Yeah, this is just something that sort of came to my head today. I mentioned it to you briefly last week that I personally want conventions to start up again because, uh, as I've mentioned uh, in previous podcasts, I'm trying to get into uh, photography just to relieve my boredom. Um, But I want to get into sort of um, model or, like, you know, cosplay at convention photography because there's, you know, a lot of, people that put in so much effort into, you know, costumes, people that build armour, people that just, you know, want to have fun. Um, and I think it's great to be able to try to take photos of that sort of stuff and I'd love to get good at it. But it's really hard to do when there are no conventions to uh, take photos of. I'll model doesn't... as Goku for you. Yes, thank you. I actually, um, I do have a photo of you dressed as Goku, which uh, if I can find, I'll put on Excellent. our Facebook page for our, uh, our listeners. So, yeah, so it, that was sort of is what got me thinking about this. Uh, yeah. So I wanted to discuss with you two fine gentlemen um, and John I don't know Scott, if I'd go that far. No. Um, <laughs> about sort of what you think the future of conventions would be, what it could look like, you know, could it go well as virtual conventions? Um, it's going to be hard with uh, as bad as it sounds. It's like America at the moment is, is a, a show. It is a bit of a show. Um, and until they sort of sort things out over there, it's going to be very hard for stars to you, even that's, do anything. That's the thing. I've got a couple of notes here and yeah, one of them is guests. So virtual. Most of our geekdom stars yeah, are all uh, coming, coming from yeah the US. Exactly. Um, and they are stuck. Yeah, yeah. A, a virtual convention would allow them to do a virtual panel for that sort of stuff, which is, you know, it's great. Um, but then if we're doing virtual conventions, then you get things like local artists and, you know, local craft people that set up the booths and, and you know, do the opportunity and like local cosplayers that don't get a chance to do stuff like that uh, other than at these conventions. 
it gives them a chance to get out and uh, get seen and get the word out and make a bit of money, um, you know, for the artists and stuff like that, which yeah. if it's a virtual convention, exactly. that's going to go. Mm. Um, but then on the other hand, they could possibly say, okay, we're going to have a convention, but we're going to have strictly limited numbers, which sounds okay in theory. But then I was thinking about it more and more and I thought, well, if they're doing that, they're going to have to have the same amount of space. So they're going to need the same size convention because they can't just have less people in a smaller space because it's the same thing. Yeah. So they're going to need the same amount of space with less people, which means tickets are going to get more expensive because they're going to need to make ends meet with less people. So then the barrier of entry is going to be ridiculously high for people when you're paying, you know, say like a hundred to $150 for a ticket to a convention that, you know, who knows what guests will be there. Yeah. Um, If any. If any, and you know what, uh, you know what retailers are going to want to be there um, because it's you know going to be an expensive barrier entry for them, especially if the physical presence isn't big enough for them to, you know, worry about coming down. Like you know, game traders, their booth, and you know all those sort of people. Is it going to be worth them putting in all that effort? And it is for- very expensive for those uh, those booths to put up. So I was working in sales, not not that long ago and we did a lot of conventions not so much gaming conventions but they're all the same mm. and those those booths are upwards of ten thousand dollars yeah. a day imagine the computer you could build with that um <laughs> a pretty decent one uh, especially if i could build you one per day as well and yeah, yeah and so mm. they're not going to be putting up those those booths if they know they're not going to be getting the numbers no exactly and then customers. obviously the on-site experience is going to diminish and then less people are going to want to go to it so then they're going to sell less tickets and the whole thing will sort of collapse. So I'm just, yeah, I'm wondering what your thoughts are, uh, guys, of, of what that might look like moving forward. Like, you know, what, you know, audience as well, like, you know, what would you prefer to see? Would you prefer to see more on-site live performances at a high cost or would you prefer to see more virtual conventions that's, you know, like BlizzCon, you know, BlizzCon's a massive one. It's, it's obviously massive on-site but they – sell online tickets to watch the entire thing. Would you prefer something like that? Would you prefer to pay a lesser price to have a full virtual thing? So rather than a free convention, you still pay a price to watch it online, but they are then able to maybe put a little bit more of a show on because there is a bit of a a fee involved. Well, in honesty, I don't, I don't foresee in the near future conventions returning to the way they were. No. Guests is obviously the main draw card. That's what brings people to see them in the flesh. Uh, if you can't get people like international stars to do that, that's going to be a massive problem. Obviously, there's yeah. like there's ways you could get them here. You could do like quarantine through safer countries and have them isolate for a period of time. It already costs enough as it is. But it, again, yeah, the costs mm. would well, immediately that, yeah, jump it's, up. It's already expensive for yeah, the conventions to bring in some of these stars. Yeah, um, and you know it's it's going to be a very uh, very quiet convention if uh, John Jarrett's the only one there. Um, by himself. <laughs> Complaining about copyright issues and the death of Australian cinema? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Look, you know, there's there's other ways to do it. I mean, in Australia, we're pretty lucky here, and, and particularly in Adelaide, South Australia, we actually have quite a few movie studios that work out of our area, mm-hmm. like design companies and like graphic design and uh, animation and things like that. It might be an opportunity to, for us to actually get to, to the, all the local talent together and they can – put their wares in display and you have people with similar passions and, and things like that getting together still and having that aspect of things, maybe have rather than a massive convention, you have smaller mm. gatherings that could be limited by numbers. And if you have like a bit of a, I don't know, 
a travelling show, um, that could be enough to draw people out. At the very least, give them an excuse to do cosplay or whatever they're mm. into and have the independent artists come out and, and put their work on display as well. Because I think that's the thing that you're missing. You might be able to then coordinate that with say the world's massivest Zoom meeting as well to have like some input from your international stars. I'll happily run around with a camera on my head for everyone online. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, you know, as some some sort of compromise, mm. but still getting people out of the house, but not in big enough numbers to, cause, to cause a massive issue because enforcing physical distancing is going to be a problem. And so if you're not going to be able to do that, you need to go, well, you need to wear a mask. For many Star Wars fans, that won't be a problem. No. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, there's going to be considerations and, and um, you're going to have to work out what's actually important. What mm. do you want to do as part of these conventions? But they can happen, but not in any way that we're used no. to seeing. And, and I sort don't of, think it'll be for the next 12 months. No, and that's what yeah, I was thinking no, too. Right. But the, the thing that sort of made me think of this to begin with, it was I saw an ad, I think it might have been on Facebook or something similar, which was just – it was for Supernova, I think, saying, you know, the convention coming in one of the other two states, you know, possibly coming back, you know, November. Uh, and I thought, oh, that's close. <laughs> yeah. So I think I that's wishful thinking. Yeah. At the, at the I, best. I haven't seen it come back and I haven't gone to their website because I, like I said, until today when I thought about it again, I hadn't put that much. Especially when it's into only it, really South Australia and, uh, and that, that these things can happen mm. where these are. Uh, nationwide events. Yeah. Well, that's right. The, where they the, will do South Australia, yeah, like this week, and then it'll be Victoria next week. Victoria's not going to happen because they're all isolated. No, and that, that's yeah. The 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 places where these things were happening were Sydney and Victoria. They were mm. the big hubs for them, and they're Absolutely. the places that you can't go right now. You know, Adelaide. You know, we're nice and safe relatively at the moment, but you know, we are also sort of you know the tail end of conventions. Yes, um, you know, every time we're close enough <laughs> to the other big ones that they don't want to make a separate one for us. We just don't have the numbers. No. So, you know, that's hard enough to begin with. But, yeah, so it's, like I said, I don't want, to, don't want to spend too much time on this um, because, you know, it's not exactly a, a cheery subject. But uh, it was just something that occurred me occurred to me today and I just thought, um, yeah, what, what is everybody's thoughts on that in this studio and in the audience? You know, what would you like to see going forward, you know, yeah, where, where do we go from here? Well, I, I personally am will be happy with um, if they want to compromise by putting all their energies, um, you know, the stars and all those people in producing more content because that's really all we can do at the moment is kind of ingest content, mm. whether that's videos online or podcasts like this, to give us something to do when we're locked away in our homes um, because obviously we're not at the moment but things can change. This is a dynamic situation. True. And I think that's something that needs to be considered as well regarding um, conventions because right now, Things are pretty good, mm. but we don't know what it's going to look like in a month. No, no, that's it. And that's the problem. Yeah, look how Victoria went. They were doing all right and then it blew up. And then they really victoried it. They yeah. really victoried it. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's, it's human nature. We get complacent mm. when things look good and then you, you kind of justify yourself, oh, why should I do this and why should I do that? Why should I wear a mask or why should I socially distance from my grandmother? And it's not until she's in uh, ICU bed that you realise why. Mm. You realise Inheritance. <laughs> That's Give that. me a hug, Nana. Yeah. What an excellent plan. Uh, no, I'm not recommending you get people sick in order to get their inheritance <laughs> early. Uh, that is not the position of intern. Stop it. Uh, <laughs> well, look. See, we're docking his pay. Yeah, exactly. What's minus from here? Um, look, guys, thank you very much for joining me tonight. Obviously out here in the living room with the two cats uh, who haven't bothered <laughs> us too much, which is good. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, it's, it's kind of odd because... Um, Kind of ending on this note of, oh, no conventions. That no sucks. conventions. But yeah. hey, 
you've got us to listen to. We'll just have to produce more content. We will. We will. Uh, I'm sure, John, you can um, promise people now, like, you know, two podcasts a month. Two podcasts. Yeah, no. No? Uh, but oh. w- w- I'll tell you what, I w- I'll make this promise. At least one podcast a month. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. So I am a bit slack on the editing. I know. I know. And that's all my fault. I, it is all your fault. That's my job. So I will be better at that. You, you had one job. It was producing and editing and recording and setting up. Come on, John. Yes, that's correct. That's correct. Maybe you should. No, um, that's fine. No, well, when I have a brand new computer, it's going to be a joy and an absolute. I'm looking forward to this episode of the building of the computer. Yeah, me too, actually. I'm, I'm really stoked, to be honest. Uh, I haven't had, even when I bought my new computer, it was good, mm. but it wasn't great. Yeah. So I'm excited. So, you know, that's a lot of um, hype. You need yeah, to well, that's, that's it. Everybody gets super excited to watch the incredibly boring video of me building a computer. Yeah. I can throw things at you while you're doing it to make it more interesting for the listeners and the watchers. Of course, yeah. If only it was legal here, we could shoot him with paintballs. Even gel blasters are um, on the banned imports list now in South Australia. Well, I mean, it's it's your computer you're shooting around, so it just depends on your aim. So you want to go for it. (laughs) They're not illegal to have, but people can't get them in now. Oh, There's like a retailer in like Port Adelaide, I think. Yeah, there's quite a few around, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, we'll leave it there. Um, Make sure you jump onto our Facebook page or you can check us out at Instagram and on Twitter and let us know what you're thinking and give us feedback on what you're hearing. Do you want to hear more of it? Should we give uh, Scott a raise or is he being paid just as much as he should be? Have a great month. I love you guys. (laughs) We'll see you next month. All right. Thanks for having us, guys. And thanks for coming down, Scott. Thank you, guys.